0: Yo, let's talk about recognition and respect While I feast, the label's picking up the check What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to episode 15, season 2 of Recognition and Respect. I'm here with my guest today. Uh, We're both from Huntington Park, so I'm super excited
1: Yep, yep. yep.
0: to talk about all the HP shit. Um, But let's just kick (laughs) it off. Let the people know who you are. (laughs) and what you do, and you can be as literal or metaphorical as you want.
1: (laughs) Hi, Sneaky. Thank you for having me. Uh, My name is Silva and Gold, or you can just call me Gabby. That's my nickname. Um, Like you said, I'm from HP, and uh, we actually went to the same high school, you and I, which is kind of interesting because we didn't know each other then. We met after high school doing this music shit that we've been doing so um that's what i do i do music yeah
0: and like are you sure we never cross paths in hp because i for sure don't remember I, you but like i don't know I, I was kind of like all over the place so
1: i re- i feel like i recognize you but no we never really talked we never hung out we don't we, i don't think i don't think we ever really officially crossed paths but got i it, know i it. recognized you and Sure enough, when I asked you, you went to high school, and I, I knew it. That's knew true.
0: It. You were like, "Did you go to HP?" And I was like, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah, one of the and I, I'm just gonna say this. Uh, I'm actually really excited to talk to you today because uh, you did. You're you're not only are you new to the rap game, quote unquote, but yeah. you did drop a dope project that's getting a lot of uh well deserved buzz and conversation and attention and uh I think it was definitely better than my freshman project that I, that I put out and so uh that's not saying much but I still think you know uh yeah. when I bought it and I listened to it uh I was like dude this is dope for like a first project you know um so props on that but like I said thank you so much I appreciate that The real reason why I'm pumped is cuz we are from the same city. We did go to high school. I think yeah. we graduated oh seven, right? Same year. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. I think it's cool 07. that, you know, there's someone else in HP who's doing this music shit at like, you know, a level that can is, is is being recognized. And I think that's one of the tightest parts about, you know, watching you perform and your music and all that is knowing that like where it comes from. And I think that shit's dope. Um, and I was just curious, let people know what your record's called and where they can get it and, yeah, all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, the album was named uh, the Gavi Guerrero LP, which is after my nickname. Um, it was sort of kind of inspired by the Marshall Mathers LP, you know, how he names it after his original name. And uh, that's the idea that me and district kind of went after because he he executive produced the whole thing and um so it came out in november of last year so it's been out for officially about six months now six months actually last week it was six months that it was out and that's when the whole album release um event went out that you were at by the way thank you for attending and for buying the album that that was really 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 dope to see people actually buy my my stuff you know I eventually sold out of the albums and of the posters and of my shirts that I made. So that was, that was a blessing. And um, yeah, but it's been six months. And um, I, I guess um, I, I still don't know the effect of it yet. Cause it's still so recent. It's, it's only been six months. So I, I'm not really sure like the full on ex- effect of it. I, I, I just see it from my own, like uh, four walls and what it means to me. But I, I, I hope that, it has been impacting for people. That's all I really want, you know, for people to listen to it and to really receive something from it. That's all I really want. But um, I guess hearing it from you that that they that liked it, that means a lot to hear from somebody else that they did enjoy it, that they liked it. And so that's that, that feels good to hear. It's encouraging, you know, for, my, for the upcoming work. I feel more encouraged just to hear that people like the first album, you know?
0: I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, I mean it has like a flow to it the like the production's nice so destruct destruct was nice with the production um it's like you're telling mm-hmm. your story as well so there's like that storyteller like that classic hip-hop and it's like a lot of boom yeah. bap there's like classic hip-hop sound you know and it it's a good introduction yeah, yeah. it's a good introduction to like you as an artist and your story and all that And like for me that's that's kind of the shit that I like to do. So I guess, you know, maybe that's why I like it. Cause that's like, I get to know you better through your music. And, um, but I'm curious, like, what has it done for you? Like, uh, I, I kind of remember, or I can at least imagine like what, you know, the first project I put out and how, you know, my confidence and just like my, you know, my worldview and the fact that, you know, you took this thing out of your head and now it's like a physical, you know, like, how does that, what 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 did that mean to you? And how did that like change you as a person, you know?
1: You know what, I actually heard somebody say one time that that um, releasing a full on album right away is not usually like the smartest idea that usually singles are the way to go about it when you're just starting out. But I, I kind of did the opposite. I, I didn't put out any singles. I just put out, I put out a five song EP first and then um, about three months later, I put on a full-length album. And I think I had a one single in between. So I I, so I I didn't do it the traditional way. I didn't do a bunch of singles and then, you know, see what what, what, what was the response with that. And then follow up with the, with the album. I didn't do it that way. I just went head first, you know, with a full-length album. 11 songs. Just boom. And so I'm not sure. Like, I can't even say. Like, I'm not sure that's the right way to do it, quote-unquote. But whatever, I did it and it it was different and I didn't know what to expect. But I guess it's changed me in the sense that um, there's no right or wrong way to do it. I guess that's what I've learned. You know, Um, I think the what I realize now is that if you're just if you just put in your whole heart in it and if you try to do everything with excellence, then the results will come on their own, you know. Just be excellent. Not necessarily be perfect, because nobody's perfect. But if you try strive to be excellent, then that's 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 the best thing you can do, you know. And I think other people will see that, and they will respect it. And that's that's what what I wanted from this album. And and sure enough, I I, I see that people have have respect this have respected this album. Because they see the hard work and they see what I'm saying in it, you know. Well, at least the people that do listen, you know, mm. actually listen to what I'm saying. So that's what, what I learned as far as like being an artist and as far as putting out music. Um, mostly that's what I learned. Yeah.
0: So yeah. how long have you been doing this now? Because I feel like I remember hearing that you just kind of started rapping and doing music, like not... Too long ago. It's still recent, right? You're still kind of.
1: Well, yeah. Um, I, I was actually it's an, it's interesting. I was talking to one below last year in December, and he asked me the same thing. I'm like, how long have you been doing this? And I was like, well, right? I've that, only yeah. been the what the, the what poetry?
0: Like he's like, how long have you been writing poetry? And he's like, that's how long you've been doing yeah. it. Right? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he told me that, and so I I didn't really understand. I guess he, he put it into perspective for me that if you've been writing since you were a kid, then that's how long you've been doing art. And he's like, well, then when somebody asks you how long you've been rapping, you say you've been doing this since you were writing some poetry. So I said, okay, so I've been officially, like, I guess, writing since I was a kid, right? Um, but to actually record the music and to put, to actually have the guts to record and to, the guts to actually put it out for other people to listen to. It's only been about. It's been less than two years, like about a year and a half since I've been, since I've had the guts, and I keep saying the guts because that's the reason why I wasn't putting out music because I was, shy, I was
0: scared, you scared know, and,
1: yeah. I was, yeah, I, I was scared, I was shy, I didn't think that I would be able to do it, but um, yeah, it's been about a year and a half, yeah.
0: So you never participated in any of the uh, rap battles at HP High that used to happen. I, right? I,
1: I didn't, but I used to participate in the poetry competitions <laughs> everywhere. I did it in high school. I did it in college. I did it at the university I went to. I was always participating in poetry competitions that I would always lose, by the way. I've never won one. But uh, I, I just did it anyway. And so that's the, the furthest I I went to actually put my stuff out there. You know
0: what, though? I think that... Uh if you're doing like competitive poetry, that's like poetry on a different level than like someone just writing a notebook. So I almost feel like you could definitely count that poetry experience because it wasn't just like you were keeping a diary, you know, you were like, it was some structure to it. You were, you know, seeing other people's poetry. So like there was definitely like part of the grind and the build to where you're at. So I could see that, you know, do you agree? Well,
1: honestly, I, I, I didn't write, anything in the past I didn't write anything with the um with the goal to compete with it because sometimes these poetry events were more like last minute like they weren't like you know six months in advance it was just like quick there's a competition in about two weeks boom boom submit what you have so I didn't really write with the with the intent to really win anything it was just more like well I already have stuff that I write all the time. So, why not just enter, you know? Gotcha. So, it, that's how that works. But, like I said, I always lost. And I, and the winners, the people that won, their poetry was, just, well, I think it was better because it was more emotional. Mm-hmm. And my stuff wasn't. I was more like straightforward. So, I would lose. But yeah. When you that's say what that, emotional versus
0: straightforward, when you say emotional versus straightforward, <laughs> like, can you expand on that? What do you mean, like, their poetry was more <laughs> emotional and yours was straightforward? Like, <laughs>
1: Well, I don't want to bash anybody that I was going to college with, but some sometimes, sometimes their poetry was about like very erotic things, you know, mm. or like trump trump or traumatic events, oh. like oh, this girl, this girl slept with her her boyfriend's dad or something. I'm thinking, well, that's why she won. Like, I'm sorry, oh, I didn't it's, do that. It's but
0: provocative, <laughs> it's like it stands out exactly. right. Exactly. Like,
1: and I'm th- I'm thinking this because
0: she did that i, well, I cool i mean, I mean poetry, sorry i wrote
1: about my i don't know <laughs> yeah but i, I mean poetry
0: is like a very <laughs> sensual erotic type of you know like i always think back to that movie is, the dead poet is. society it's like you know languages to woo women and shit you know it's always yeah like, yeah so i mean yeah but still that's intense that's like a confession poem or some shit like
1: yeah, and there was a lot of those, and a lot of those were winners, so I was like, well, well for fuck my life.
0: Uh, well, I mean, now your poetry's being listened to on CDs and shit, you know? Yes. So who won? Who really yeah, won? Yeah. You know? Who's the real winner?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't sleep with my boyfriend's dad, but hey, it's all right. <laughs>
0: So, uh, you've, uh, you've been like on a little circuit, well, at least pre, pre Rona, you know, when the, you know, when you were pushing the record, you were like on, you were doing interviews and shows, um, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I feel like I want to yeah. give you like an opportunity to just name drop some of the other podcast interviews you might've had with certain folks so that if people want to like check out those, you know, like, um, I, 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 can't think of who right now, but I know yeah. I've seen them, There's so a few. yeah, but I don't know if you want to just shout anybody I, out.
1: Yeah, I I was at Break Beats and Rhymes.
0: Right, right.
1: Break Beats and Rhymes. So uh, shout out to um, Rebels to the Grain. They've been doing this for a long time. So I was on that show. That was so cool. And I was on Farsight TV. And um, just recently I had a conversation with um, Tony Audubon. It's on YouTube. And uh, Social Primates. I was on Social Primate as well. I was on the the Rodriguez show. Yeah, yeah, social primate. They're from the hood. I was on the Rodriguez show. They're from OC. So I was on the format, which is Destructs show, which was happening last, like a while, way before the Rona happened. And that was an interesting interview. I was an interesting interview because he executive produced it, and then he interviewed me. So it was a different type of conversation so um because he had like intimate
0: back behind the scenes knowledge right and can kind of like yeah kind of tease out stuff that other people wouldn't know to ask you about because he was there during the process and
1: because he was there not just that but he he was giving his input which is something that a lot of like the interviews haven't really touched on you know like he gave his input his 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 input firsthand and then that interview. And, and even for me, that was interesting to hear his perspective on it. I was like, I didn't know any of that. Thank you, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was cool too. I yeah, did. yeah, yeah.
0: So it was almost like you saw another side of him too. So it yeah,
1: was. Yeah, really- I actually did see a different side of him during that interview. I even told him, like, after it was over, I was like, is that how you feel? Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you could have told me not on camera and <laughs> shit.
1: No. It was some nice things he was saying that I think he, had, he hadn't he had said directly until that interview. And I was, I was he very had shocked it to hear all He smoke. had
0: it all, like, bottled yeah. up inside, you know? Yeah, he,
1: he did. And I was so, it was something to get, to to hear it from him during the interview. I was so, like, touched. Like, thank you. I didn't know you felt that way. Like, thank you, Destruct. <laughs>
0: You're so chiquiada yeah. about it too. It gets you like you big old mm-hmm. smile about it. I I could tell yeah. like it was really heartwarming.
1: It's because he's the executive producer and he's a perfectionist. He's a perfectionist. I'm not. I'm not a perfectionist, Sneaky. I don't. I don't know. Like some people, I, a lot of artists are, but I'm not. I'm. I'm very like let's try to do our best, and if it doesn't work out. Let's not stress over it. I'm not one to stress over things that I have no control over. I'm not a perfectionist, and but he is. He's a perfectionist, and so. It, when he approves, when somebody with that with that like experience approves of you know your work and your work ethic is like thank you like you know what i'm saying so i was super grateful to hear him say that he liked it that he approved and that he was proud you know
0: well, I mean, yeah, why, he wouldn't have let you put it out if he wasn't proud of it, right? If he's such a perfectionist. <laughs> and just so you know, true, true. I am also not a perfectionist. Um, And like that's why I think yeah. a lot of my first records, that's why I can honestly say that they're not as good as your first record. Because a lot of it was like, this shit sounds tight, bro. I'm, I'm, a, I'm rapping, like, fuck it, put it out. Like, I need the world to hear it, you know? And it was like... <laughs> You look. You listen back, and you're like, "Uh, you could have waited." You know, sat on it a little bit, sat on the mix. You know, <laughs> had some other people give some input, but yeah, you know, I was yeah. like, "Nah, it's coming out. Yeah. It's dope." I'm I'm rapping now. You know, it's like it's over, but yeah. you learn, right? Well,
1: you know what we we learn from our mistakes. Exactly, we learn. We learn. That's the only way to really improve by uh, learning by looking at the stuff that we did right and wrong, and then just moving on. Another thing is that like just having an executive producer like a full-on executive producer like that that is just gold like it's one thing to have your homies help you out and then yourself but when you have somebody who is like like can charge of like the organization of the songs what goes first what goes last what's to what to remove what to add the order of the song that's a whole different ball game and I'm grateful that I, I had that with this drug you know
0: no, yeah, it, so, t- it takes a lot off I, of your shoulders like you it takes a lot. It lets you be more the creative cuz you're not worried exactly. about all the fucking administrative project management shit.
1: That's exactly it. And so my responsibility was just to to write, to write, to be inspired. And um if there was something in the song that I didn't like, then I could be like, "Okay, I, that that makes me uncomfortable. Can we remove that specific, you know, thing?" But other than that, yeah i i didn't he did pretty much all the organization. so yeah
0: that sounds nice must be nice Jelly. it's nice Jelly man <laughs>
1: if, if, <laughs> don't be if you need an executive producer he's available he he is there to help anybody that's willing to be helped you know what i'm saying i feel yeah that. yeah that's exactly it willing to help because some people are not willing to really be uh, you know helped in that way some, or coached I like.
0: or given advice or criticism some people they don't exactly. take it well so it's like you how are you gonna learn then you know
1: that's exactly it and, and and he does that he he coaches and he guides and he corrects and he but he does it all for the purpose of doing something really good you know something I'm, well and excellence you know
0: i feel it i feel it so yeah, uh, yeah. i'm gonna bring it back to hp because i still can't for get sure. over this shit not only that <laughs> but i feel like um the videos you've been coming out with and like musical references like it's very hp heavy like the like it's very visually and sonically it's like yeah and, and i'm curious like uh why is that in so why is that so important to you to like you know put your city on the map and like really make the references and show people pacific and like why you know like yeah. what why does that matter to you i'm curious
1: you, you know what um I I studied abroad when I was in in school, right? I I was in London for about four months. And um, when I came back from London, I was so happy. Like, I... Don't get me wrong. Like I loved my experience overseas, you know, but when I came back sneaky, I felt like a, a, a whole new admiration, a whole new affection for where I was from. And I was, I, I, you, it's, when I was over there, like I said, it, it was a great experience, but I was missing home. I was missing the food. I was missing my family. I was missing the streets. I was missing going to a, a liquor store and having them know my name, you know? And so, when I came back, I graduated about six months later, and my home—I had a whole new perspective on what I wanted with my life and where I was from, and um, you know, grassroots and culture because there was no culture over there. I mean, to a certain extent, but there just wasn't so much culture as there is, you know, where we're from. And so I—it's it's almost like you don't know your from the hood until you leave the hood, you know? And so I, I didn't know that I was from the hood. I I, I, I was raised <laughs> all over South. Yeah, I I was raised all over Southeast LA, you know? So to me, that was normal. It wasn't like anything. It was, just, it was just home. But when I left, I realized, oh snap, like I'm from the hood. Like where I'm from, it's it's just not, I guess, a safe place. It's not a very, um uh, a, a, a place where there's, Possibilities, you know, it's a food desert. You know, um, the government in our cities is corrupt, you know what I'm saying? And to be fair, though, to
0: be fair, though, just to comment on that, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I feel like there's hoods everywhere, you know, there's ghettos everywhere, there's corrupt governments everywhere, and I think that's yeah, yeah, that's why people worldwide can relate and get into the same music and talk about the same things because there are similar experiences of poverty and oppression across the globe. So you have to go almost yeah, to like yeah. a privileged place to realize oh like this place is nice and safe and there's food everywhere and the kids and dogs are running around and no one's tripping and but yeah there's hoods everywhere, you know. But I'll oh, continue. Yeah,
1: the not there there is hoods everywhere, but if if you don't leave your hood and you don't understand that where we live, there could be so much improvement that, you know what I'm saying? And so I that's how, how it was for me. Like I, I hadn't left. I, I you know, I, I I lived there all my life that when I left, I realized, you know what? Like there, where I'm from is full of talent. Like there's a lot of talented people where I'm from. There's a lot of intelligent people where I'm from like my my ex-classmates own businesses in HP like that's amazing like like what kind of, like the work ethic and the intelligence and the drive that my my that the people from my generation like like wow I'm so impressed and I'm so amazing I'm so proud to be where I'm from that I I, I have to do something for my hood as well you know what I'm saying especially when I have a gift that was given to me by God you know why would I just sit on it? You know, especially when I've been wanting to do this for so long, I've been wanting to do it. I have it. And I see everybody else just being so, I don't know, like amazing with their gifts. Like, I feel like I had to do something. I needed to. And I finally decided to pursue my dream. You know what I'm saying? And so I i, I wanted to emphasize where I was from because am I'm, I'm proud of where I'm from. And I've never been prouder than I have been recently, you know, after coming back from the UK, like like I realize now where I'm from and how great it is, you know, and how greater it could be. So that's why I want to emphasize where I'm from, you know, because it deserves that recognition. It really does.
0: I, I mean, I completely agree. And, like, you know, I, I feel the same way. I try to put the HP references whenever I can, you know. Um, yeah. Because obviously, yeah, yeah. like, I'm proud of where I'm from. Were you into... Uh, hip hop in high school? Like, were you always like a hip hop head, or did you go through like different (laughs) musical phases? Like, where did you hang out? On were you Belgrave? Were you Stockton? (laughs) Where 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 did you chill at?
1: Yes, I was a mad ass hip hop head in high school. I actually went to Rock the Bells my first time my junior year.
0: Oh shit! I went to Rock the
1: Bells. That's tired. And then I went again. I went again my senior year. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was, it was amazing. That was actually my first concert. Rock the Bells at 16 was my first official like concert, and um, I paid like 150 bucks for VIP, it was cheap back then. Well, for a high school for student, high, I was that's like, not that's cheap. still
0: expensive in oh seven, oh six, yeah, but for that, a concert, yeah, i Gen now today for,
1: yeah. for a VIP concert, 150 is cheap, like right now, 150 VIP to meet, like you know. To see, like, Immortal Technique walking around and shaking your hand, and that was cheap. I mean, it was expensive for a 16-year-old then, but right now...
0: I, I also think I'd VIP today yeah. is different. Like, I remember going to yeah. Raves back in the day, and VIP was, like, open bar, and they had, like, a fucking buffet, and they had, like, a massage table, and they were giving, like, free mm. hot chocolate and shit, and now it's, like... Oh, snack. Yeah, none of that shit's included anymore, you know? Like, VIP is not the same as it used to be and shit, so...
1: I've never been anywhere VIP except for Rock the Bells twice. And so that was a long time ago. <laughs> and the VIP was, I. it was cool because it was AC, you know what I'm saying? And, and a concert in the middle of summer, AC is nice. So yeah, I was a yeah, little yeah, dope yeah. and I got like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yes, I was. I was very much into hip-hop all my life. That's all I've really been into, to be honest. Um, uh, I used to hang out in, not not stock, um, I forget the names. The main... Not like on the street, Belgrade, but on Stockton, Stockton Court, where all the umbrellas—not the umbrellas—I'm umbrellas, sorry, not the umbrellas—the the tall tables.
0: Yeah, 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 Stockton, yeah, yeah, Stockton.
1: Stockton Court. I yeah. used I used to hang out in Stockton. Where they yeah.
0: had like the little stone benches and there's like that planter in the middle and shit. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's probably why one. I didn't see you, because I wasn't really like on that side, you know? I was more on like mm-hmm, okay. I hung out with all the rockers, the Bell punk. Grave. Yeah, I was Belgrave. I was counterculture and shit, starting riots, all that, you know.
1: Do you agree that HP was not like super like like I feel like there there was clicks, but they they weren't that like embedded. Like everybody's still kind of associated with each other. Would you agree with me? Or is that just me? Cause uh-huh. I remember I used I to think out I on Stockton, but I had homies everywhere
0: not nah, well it was I think so this is this is this is gonna have a different perspective because I didn't go to public school until high school oh and okay. so when I got there it wasn't clicks as far as like oh we dress and look and listen to the same music it was more like oh I've been going to school with this fool since third grade like we're homies you know and like you're the wow. new you're the new guy like you don't I didn't have any like that I grew up with there so that's where I felt clicky and because of that I kind of floated all over but essentially like I did feel more like because I was in a ska band and I worked at the Allen Theater and I promoted and sold tickets so I hung out with like the punk rockers and the ska kids and the emo kids I was like more rock I was like way more rock so I felt For like sure. Belgrave is where all yeah, the yeah. rockers hung out and shit so that's why I was over there I think
1: okay okay i I went to school in HP since I was in elementary school, you know, but so you I was friends with my I went to gage yeah I didn't go to miles, but I went to gage I went to gage all three years and then I went to high school to HP but I, I don't feel like like when I think back at my high school years, I didn't feel like there was a lot of clicks as much I mean there was but it wasn't very embedded. I remember we like I said I had friends everywhere so. I was cool with everybody and they were cool with me, but maybe that's just me, you
0: know? Yeah, maybe you were just cool because I feel like I had haters (laughs) like like me and the football players, like traditional jock shit, like, you know, and I was like a band nerd kind of, I don't know. I definitely... Interesting. High school was not fun for me, like not really. So it was like I had way more fun (sighs) outside of high school. I was like a superstar outside of high school. And then I came to high school and people... Oh, really? Well, like we were... I mean, I say superstar, I'm, I'm exaggerating, obviously, but I feel like we were in a, we were in a band and it was like a pretty well-known band and we would play big shows and like, so a lot of people knew me from the band, but like not people that I went to school with, you know? So it was like, I had this whole second life outside where I was like on stage and mm. crazy hair and then I'd come to school and people would like pick on me and I was like a loser. So it was like a trip, you know, to me.
1: It's uh, interesting. Yeah. Wow, well, it's interesting. I've never seen it that way
0: yeah I mean I didn't know you in high school you know yeah and then like I think I don't know I was like a way different person so I don't even think you I don't know it's just it's been a journey like it's been a journey uh so yeah it has it really has what was that journey like like from poetry to rapping like did you start freestyling in front of people and joining ciphers? Like what, how did you get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm going to write a song now and I'm going to actually like put this out and I'm perform. Like, how did that, what was, what was that jump like? Or where did, how did that journey happen?
1: Well, um, I've always loved hip hop, right? Obviously. And so I, I started to write poetry because I liked it so much, but I never put two and two together. I never figured that um i can apply my poems to hip-hop i just didn't think i could do it um an- another thing i think subconsciously i didn't see anybody like me mm-hmm. so i'm sorry sorry let me fix my camera so no, because yeah, your I didn't wi-fi really is like...
0: a little sketch too but it's like coming in and out but it's, you're good yeah
1: is it cool right now yeah
0: yeah you're cool good, right now? Yeah, yeah, you're good. So you didn't you didn't see yourself um, represented in hip hop, basically. What you're saying?
1: Well, I mean, no
0: role models, no no idols to look up to and shit.
1: Well, if if we look back, like at like artists that we grew up listening to as far as hip hop, like um, do we like I, I mean, I guess if you can if you can sort of like relate to me, have you ever seen anybody in hip hop like sort of relate to you or look like you or do you feel like you were represented in it because i i didn't like at all uh like it's high school yeah
0: Yeah, no i mean i guess representation is is a weird term i guess because it's like there's levels to it right especially when you're talking about music um i didn't really relate to gangster rap you know what I mean? Like I wasn't a thug. I didn't I didn't live that life. So I had gangsters around me and I knew the damage of gang violence, you know, but I used to love gangster rap and like all the LA classic hood hits, but I didn't really relate to that shit. I didn't really feel like Yeah. That was my voice. I couldn't tell those stories. Those aren't my stories, you know. And yeah,
1: yeah, and I, I think I, I felt the same way with hip hop too. Like, I, even though I didn't relate to it, I thought it was dope. Yeah. and I, and, I, and that's why that mattered to me. You know, it was dope. Like, the artists that I grew up listening to, I, I didn't relate to them for shit. But I mean, that wasn't to stop me from listening to them because I was, I loved it. Like, are you kidding me? I was, I, I was in love with the wordplay. I was in love with the beats. I was in love with the whole, the whole culture. I didn't relate to it, but that was fine to me. But even though. Like, okay, I I didn't relate to it, but I still liked it, but I didn't think I could do it because I didn't see myself in it, if that makes
0: any sense. No, I mean, it does make sense, but I guess, like, the evolution of hip-hop kind of opened the doors for more people. It became more accessible, you know what I mean? Like, when I started listening to I see you have, like, a Most uh, Deaf poster back there. So when I started listening to, like, black star and common and it was more like love and spiritual and community and like revolutionary politics like when when i started hearing immortal technique like i found immortal technique in high school you know and i was like well here's a latino talking about some real shit like you know so i mean as as i grew and hip-hop grew i started seeing myself more and more but it wasn't really until like eminem is really the first person who i felt was rapping about shit that I could relate to because I did live more of like a privileged life. And like, you know, some of my issues with my parents were about grades. And, you know, I had ADD and they were trying to put me on medication. So I I understood like kids and pills. And I kind of like I had, you know, I, I, I didn't have I lost my father really young, so me and my mom had, like, a real weird relationship, so all the Eminem yeah. mom drama, I was, like, like cleaning out my closet was my shit, you know what I mean? Like, I used to, I'm sorry, yeah. mama, like, I used to, like, you know, I used to bump that shit in the dark and whatnot, but... I saw you, I feel you. But, like, yeah. so, so, representation look-wise, or, or, like...
1: But I, I, I'm a female, too, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's, like, like... It's even less, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's even less. Like, I'm a minority among a minority like it's just you know what i'm saying and so even though the women that i would listen to in hip-hop they didn't look like me and like i said i still i still loved it i mean i loved little kim you know what i'm saying right. like
0: but like, you don't, you know you don't rap about this shit but that I, little kim raps about like that's not I, you're not telling that didn't, story you know like
1: i i thought it was dope but i didn't relate to her and i still listen to her but i i didn't in, in other words I, in, in my head, and I think it's just in my head, maybe, I didn't see somebody like me in hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? And and for that reason, I, I, I thought, well, there are women like me who like hip-hop and who probably feel the same way that they don't see anybody like them in it. So I felt like there was a void, you know what I'm saying? And I figured, look, I've always wanted to do this. Um, I don't have anybody that can help me, but... If I, but I want it, so I'm going to try. I'm going to try now more than ever. And so I started to finally, like, go to shows and hop on open ciphers, right? Mm-hmm. And whenever there was an open cipher, then I would do what I had written, right? And that's basically how I, how I started to really, like, get out there and meet and network. And that's how I started, you know what I'm saying? But um, it was it, it, it's something that I I... I think back now when I think like I didn't really have anybody around me making music like I hear other friends who say that they were recording themselves when they were in high school. And I'm thinking that's dope that you had somebody that could record you at 16, 17. Like where did y'all meet? Because I couldn't I didn't know anybody that was recording themselves like I didn't know
0: anybody that had the You're microphone like, you should have kicked program. it on like, belgrave yeah. homie you would have met me probably i had the studio like, where all the musicians and the, the out and really, the band nerds were at you know like
1: that's yeah. what i should have done and you know yeah and you know what that I, I i should have and i i didn't have people like that around me Not so nice. i was kind of like mm, you know i guess i can't record myself i don't know anybody so that's when i started to really venture out and meet different people you know that that had stuff at their home to record, and I was
0: like, "This is trippy! I record in your car!" Like, damn. Yeah, in your can car. I actually, how, in, in your yeah. People would record themselves in their car. That's
1: hell yeah! Like first. <laughs> whatever, whatever you have to do to record yourself, and um, that's when I started to really like. Okay, well, can I record at your place? And they're like, "Yeah, cool." And I didn't. I would have a beat from YouTube, and I started to record like that. Yeah.
0: I mean. Th- that's it's uh, it's so weird like I feel like it's such a. this is like the difference between like masculine and feminine energy I feel like because when I didn't see myself but I felt like there was a space for it I was like I'm gonna go do that you know it's very like a dude thing to be like I could do this for myself and let me like insert myself and become center of attention you know and I feel like you kind of had like like that that feminine that like more you know, for lack of a better term, and not to sound any way, but like the more submissive, passive kind of energy. That's like, oh, I'm gonna wait. Like you know, I'm I, like you know let like the the same shit they say is why women are paid less sometimes. Like they don't they don't want to ask for the raise. Is that on your side? Well, uh, wait, did you hear that?
1: What? What?
0: Oh, I don't know. I heard something. I heard something crazy. Um, in the headphones.
1: I think, I think it was. Well, there was a there was an airplane
0: passing oh, by. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay. I was like, for well, me, it was. I was like, what the fuck is that? No, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm just. Who is that?
1: Well, I. You know what? It's it's not more of a. It's not much of a submissive. It's more of like safety, right? Because I I'm a girl. So I have to be careful whose house I'm going to, you know, whose car am I going to, to record. So it's not so much um, submissive, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said,
1: it... it yeah, I had to be said. well I'm going to have to record, but who are you? who else is gonna be there? how far do you live? that's that's unfortunate. I can't are just you show really up and trying record to record
0: games. me or are you trying to like get frisky with me or you know like yeah yeah yeah.
1: yeah. like I, I I have the beat I have my stuff I have my verse memorized but like I said it's it's not like you know what I'm saying I have to just be safe at that point. so it's just about being safe to be honest as simple as that something that I think man don't have don't to worry really quite about understand. yeah. Yeah, you don't have to worry about being safe at somebody's house because you could probably defend yourself for the most part. But uh, you know what I'm saying?
0: Or so even then, like, people don't want to, men don't want to do to me what they want to do to you. You know, like, there's a whole different, like, motive and what, like, intentions yeah, yeah. and agendas. Just like, if someone's been inviting me over to their house, the worst they want to do is they want me to smoke them out. Like, they're trying, that's how they're trying to take advantage of me, you know, or they want me to pay for whatever. <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah. it's 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 definitely different. And I think that, highlights just how like the fact that I didn't even think about that just shows how the disconnect of understanding and perceptions and all of that
1: yeah 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 for sure but that was the issue I think initially trying to record music you
0: know yeah I feel it I mean take it from someone who's been around it pretty much my whole life like it's also easy to like just take it for granted too you know I always had my brother recorded he had his own studio he used to record bands and You know, when I started like trying to do music or anytime I wanted to just try something, like it was here. So I did it. And like I didn't have to pay for it. I didn't have to worry about, you know, taking up people's time. So there wasn't there wasn't that same level of like commitment and importance and like seriousness to it. You know what I'm saying? Until you (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So you find like until you have to go somewhere and pay for studio time and you're on a tight schedule and shit, like you don't really understand like, what it is you have, you know, so it's, like, and people always tell me, like, oh, if I had all this shit, I would be doing this, I'd be doing that, and I was, like, I don't know, would you, because I've had all this shit, and, you know, some shit, sometimes just doesn't happen like that, you know, so, it's just...
1: Yeah, 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 and interesting,
0: yeah. what are your, so I want to just talk about, like, pre-Rona, what were your goals and plans for music, and did you see yourself doing this long term and trying to make a career out of it and like you know um having it be your full-time thing or was this just like outlet uh representation growth like well what was what what was your music kind of you know what was the plan when you decided to do it well how far did you see this going or what
1: well i think musically my goals pre-Rona have been the same now, right? Like the goals are the same. I still have the same goals. Um, the, um, I guess the events have, the events because of the pandemic have made me sort of um, switch up my strategy. But as far as the goals, they're still there. You know, like I've always, I, the goal, I guess if I could put it in a nutshell, the goal is to be able to retire my parents early. You know what I'm saying? So if I can do that for my mom, and my dad, then I've then I'm I'm good. I'm happy. I've I've done it all. So that's the goal, and that's not gonna change. But that was the goal then, and that's the goal now, and it's going to be the goal in the future. You know. Um, but as far as my strategies, like I said, because of all the events that have been going on, like I've had a show. Of course, I've had shows canceled, but I've had like major festivals that I was going to be at. One of them being Fest, and then another one was uh, a festival in Florida that that I was going to, like, they had paid for my flight, so I was going to go to a show over there, and so that was a bummer that we had to cancel that. So there was a lot of big festivals, even outside of the state, that I was going to go do, and that was my first time. That was going to be my first time leaving the state, you know, to perform ever, and I, of course I was excited for it, and I was looking forward, but um, I'm trying to remain optimistic and understanding that everything happens for a reason, you know, that sometimes things get worse before they get better. And so I, things have gotten worse, but that's because things are going to get better. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just waiting it out and I'm not, and I'm, I'm working in, in the meantime, you know? And, um, yeah. And so far, honestly, it's been a blessing. Like as far as the music side of it, like the actual, like art, I, I haven't, compromised my art or the excellence that I, I i have for my art so that's good but i guess what's been a struggle was just is just not being not being able to meet other people and shake their hand and talk to them you know and really connect on a personal level that's been a struggle that's been tough that's the hardest thing i think
0: yeah i mean yeah. we creatives especially like I'm a, I'm a dj you know like that's that's literally yeah. my whole life was DJing for the last two years and it's like Yeah. It's yeah, hard yeah. to DJ with no people, you know? Like I've tried to DJ these live streams and it just like there's there's the energy is not the same. It's just different. It's very different. Um that's a great goal though. And I, I've Thank actually you. never heard anybody say that. So that's tight. <laughs> um Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank and I, you so much. And honestly,
0: yeah, yeah the The struggle, I mean, definitely, like, not being able to meet people and be with people and, like, that, you know, like, that that oxytocin rush you get when you get hugs from people who care about you and shit has been definitely, like, a super bummer. But, I mean, as far as, like, do you have access to a studio? Are you recording music right now? Or do you have music that you had already finished that now you kind of had it backed up and you're putting it out during this time like what's your content looking like like how's what is are you planning live shows and streams like you know are you jumping on that train yeah. what's what's the deal
1: i i do have a studio at home thank god so that's good <laughs> i went from not being able to have anybody record me to have my own studio and an engineer so i i have that Talk about the level <laughs> yeah, right. Level up. I just recorded yesterday, as a matter of fact. It was it yesterday? Mm-hmm. Two days ago. So um so yeah, that that's a blessing. Um, you know what? I am already working on my second album. I'm already working on it. And I think it's safe to say that I am about 50 50- more than more than 50 percent done with it Words. so um yeah yeah i'm more than 50 percent done with it i i have collabs in there so i didn't have any collabs in my first album except for destruct But this one i have collabs um so that's good and so i'm not gonna put that out for a while like for a while still so I, i wasn't planning on releasing that music anytime soon anyway so i'm not that that hasn't been affected yet or that that hasn't been affected but um, I am, I guess, using this time of, I guess, isolation to do what I've never really done. And that's to put out singles, like a, a few singles, like solo singles, but also singles with artists that have been reaching out to me or that I respect and stuff. So that that's the first time I've ever like been putting all my effort into singles. So I have... I don't know, like four or five singles coming up in the next coming months soon. So that's what I've been putting all my energy to.
0: That's dope. I mean, it's good to, it's nice and refreshing to hear that you're still keeping it cracking, you know? Because I've been having a lot of these conversations and not just online, but also in private. And a lot of folks, this is like really fucking their creative process up because they don't have home studios or. Yeah, yeah. You know they, you know, yeah, they're they're not meeting with their team or they they don't have an in-house engineer that can record and mix mm-hmm. and put their shit out. So it's definitely messing flow up for some folks, you know. So I'm really happy and excited to hear that your flow has not been disrupted. And I think uh, it's good for the culture, you know. It's, it's good that like like HP still doing shit, you know, and that's that's good. So congrats. Yeah, we're not. <laughs>
1: And thank you, Snakes. Um, oh yeah, we're not we're not going anywhere. We're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep working, and we're gonna keep representing where we're from for sure. We're gonna keep giving Southeast LA a, a new name, if any name at all, you know. And I, I hope to be able to help with that.
0: Well, I mean, we're definitely uh, we're definitely on the map now. People know about us now, you know. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of people who. Are responsible for that, for putting Southeast LA on the map. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's a beautiful thing, the community that's been able to like build around the region and a lot of the collaborations and just connection, like food drives and, you know, fest. We have our own festival now and shit. So it's like, we're, we're definitely. Before this shit was going on, we we were getting it cracking, you know. And uh, from what I know, the Sella Arts Fest is still gonna happen in some capacity. Um, I haven't been in the loop, but I'm supposed to uh, be in a meeting tomorrow about that. So, hopefully, oh,
1: awesome! You... you should keep us updated. See what's up, you oh, know.
0: Oh, well, you already know. You know, I got all my Southeast LA uh, artists yeah. on the on the mind when I'm when I'm doing the moves, but uh, yeah.
1: I, I hope it, it still happens in some, like, like, like you said, in some way, shape or form, you know, it, it'll be great. It, it was great last year. It was mad community. It was just nice. Yeah, I
0: everybody. ran into so many people. And like, it's yeah. funny, so many people who I've known for a long time had never seen me perform. You know, because, like, hip-hop shows are, like, it's, it ha- it's like, its own kind of scene, right? Not everybody comes out yeah. to hip-hop shows or, like, the dive yeah. bars or, but, you know, this is, like, a community festival, so a lot of folks yeah. who don't actually go to, like, hip-hop the more shows they underground, go rugged shows they win, they got, they're got. they like, oh, I didn't even know you did that, and I'm just like, yeah, that's right, now you know <laughs> yeah yeah for sure so are you working right now or are you essential or are you unemployed what's your or like because obviously your creative is great right what's the what's thank you the finances <laughs> looking at?
1: you know what i've thank you but i've had to get even more creative because i i work for my family's business but it was closed for about a month and a half. So, I just actually last week was when my family started to op- open it a little bit more. So now it's only open two days a week. Um, for those of you that don't know, my mom, she makes like gowns, like prom gowns and, and wedding gowns and stuff. And her store is located in the city of Downey. But um, What's it when, called? shout it out? Doxa Couture in the city of Downey on, on Firestone and Old River School Road. Yeah, yeah. So she just started to open it again, but it was closed down for is, a while. Is
0: there a karaoke bar right there? The Pow Wow, or am I tripping? Well, it's
1: on it's on the same street, but it's like like three miles down. Oh, okay, so.
0: okay, cool. Because I mean that like the intersection of Firestone and Stewart uh, Old River School Road. Wait, what, old what did River. you say? Oh, River. Oh, my bad. I was thinking old, Stewart and Gray. Like they, I forgot yeah. they crossed this. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's old, old Old River and Firestone, which is like where the Big Bobs is at.
0: Yeah, the, the the burger spot that was like a car yeah, dealership, and then went back to yeah. the burger spot. Yeah,
1: yeah. Her store is like the other side, more um west got of there.
0: Got it, got it, got it,
1: got it. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's where I was working. But since it closed for a while because of the the pandemic, um, I wasn't working at all. Like nothing for like a month and a half nothing and so i had to get really creative sneaky i had to figure out ways to pay my bills you know so i started to you know um try to reach out to people like if you want to collab you know it'll be nice if you can bless me and i'll bless you and i made a lot of connections that way and i was able to get some income to to pay my bills so that was a blessing because i got to meet people and i got to
0: yeah, pay some bills. Killed two so, bills um, of the one, killed two birds with one stone yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I had to get creative, but I guess. But now things are looking up for the business, and now it's opening more. So yeah.
0: Well, well, damn. I mean, I guess you're thriving right now, you know, and like.
1: So certain, I I I wasn't when this happened. To be honest, it was real tough, and I was stressed
0: out. I was stressed out,
1: but. Things are starting to look up a little
0: bit more. Yeah, for sure. Nah, yeah, I didn't leave my couch for like a month when this shit first started. I was like <sighs> devastated. I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, it's just recently that I was able to get some employment. So I've been really just like cutting into savings, sold stocks. Like I was trying to sell shirts, you know, some homies put some cash together for me. Like there was like a lot of people that. You know I guess I had built up a, a lot of social capital over the last mm-hmm. five years, and a lot of people you know didn't didn't want to see me fail like did you know didn't want was dope didn't want to see me hurt so a lot of a lot of people came out to to take care of sneaky. so I'm trying to do my That's best dope. to keep putting on people and keep you know like my whole thing was to build a platform for artists, right and if we don't have shows, mm-hmm. which was the primary way, well then this is the next best thing, you know so podcast is back and i'm glad that we had this conversation it was super dope uh, i feel like i got to know more about you because every time we would meet it was like loud music and like <laughs> oh i gotta i gotta perform right now I was like oh uh, I gotta, here's I gotta, my usb i gotta, I gotta go yeah, i gotta i gotta lower the volume hold on <laughs> this is, the shit's yeah, clipping yeah. so uh, it was you know it was nice to like and i and it's, it's a trip we're from the same city we went to the same school graduated the same year and like we're not connected at all and now it's like we're one of the yeah. the two people really holding it down for this area who like you know actually putting out good music that i like to bump in my car because there's a lot of people you know i, I don't want to talk any shit but <laughs> they objectively there's some music that is not as good as other music you know from a quality standpoint a sound a structure you know, and then my preferences of like, you know, certain types of rap and content, you know, so it's, uh, you kind of check all those boxes for me as far as like quality production, um, fucking lyrics that are real and deep and I can relate to, storytelling, like the whole, you know, it's like, that's, that's my shit. Like the, 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 what is it? The GGLP, that's my shit, you know? So.
1: uh, Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Sneaky. Thank you for listening and for dissecting what I'm saying. And, um, it means a lot.
0: Thank you. No, I think you're doing it. Um, you're, you're doing it for like a lot of the right reasons, you know, and you're, uh, you're not, you know, you're staying true to who you are and where you come from. And hopefully, like you said, I think there is going to be, you know, a new generation of young girls who get to see you and listen to you and, you know, might feel like they could do hip hop because now there's someone there who's like, put that flag out for them. So you're, fuck, you're doing yeah, yeah. it, girl. So congrats. Thank you. And thank, thank you so you much. For, you know, holding it down. And um, we've been talking for an hour already. Can you believe that?
1: And hey, it's already ten o'clock. Yeah.
0: So, if uh, well, you want to just, yeah, uh, shout out, uh, you know, all your links, wherever you want people to follow your mm-hmm. your new music, whatever videos, and then I'll make sure to put all that yeah. stuff in the description so they can find it. And yeah, this is this, sure. this is your outro. Go.
1: Thank you. Well, I have everything. All the links that you need. If you want to watch the videos, it's the music. Um, the interviews. I have a lot of interviews, which so I'm gonna put this interview in on that same site. My website is silvaandgold.com um silva nd gold one word um like i said all the links are there i have a video that just came out lessons which was filmed like you said it in hp on pacific and if if you notice if if you watch the video my mom's store makes a cameo there and my two nephews are in it as well so that's on youtube again Silverandgold.com. And then I just released a single, my first single in about a year. Like I said, I wasn't doing singles at all, but I actually put out a single like two weeks ago. And so with my friend Keith Rice, who plays the guitar, and he's an amazing producer. The name of the single is called Visionary. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music. So listen to Visionary. Visionary is a very different song, I think, because I'm being a little bit more honest and mean. But like I said, the production is ridiculous, and I'm glad I got to put it out. And I have more singles coming up. Seriously, stay tuned. Stay tuned because I'm i I'm I'm still working. Yeah. Well, Thank, you, 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 for wanted, out, you,
0: Thank know, you for reaching
1: out, Sneaky. Thank you for reaching out.
0: I'm going to call you out real quick. Uh, this is how we're going to oh. end it. I'm going to call you out real quick because uh, okay, okay. I reached out to you because you said a tweet. You were like, damn, how are you going <laughs> to ask me to interview me and then tell me to remind you? <laughs> and then you straight yeah. up were like... Oh, I forgot. Can you remind me next week about the interview? And I'm just like, damn, girl, how are you gonna say that you people don't remember, and then you don't remember? It's like I thought it was what? so funny, like ironic and hilarious. And uh,
1: that that happened to me like a, a month ago. It was some it was a, a random girl I've never met, some white girl. I guess she was interviewing people, and she asked me if she could interview me, and I said, of course. And she's like, okay, can you follow up with me on Monday? And I said, I. I can't follow up with you. You want to interview me, you know what I'm saying? So I thought she, it was her responsibility to follow up with me. So I I I told her instantly, I'm like, you know what, I won't be able to follow up with you, but if you can follow up with me, that'll be great, you know? So I'm sorry, but you didn't follow you didn't follow up with me, Sneaky. You didn't we follow up with date. me.
0: Girl, I shouldn't have to remind you the day before. I have, I have, some date I that have a jet had- I have a
1: calendar. I have a calendar and I and Was I it put, on there? Got- was R and R with Sneaky yeah. on the calendar? It was on there. It was. It was. It was. I. It was. It was. I'm it was. Just, I'm but just um, giving
0: you a hard time. I thought it was fucking hilarious, though. So when I saw that, about that, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna. I'll give you. A, you know, we'll. I'll. I'll interview you, and we'll put it out, and we'll get you some content, and you know, let the people know." And you, and, and,
1: and and you followed up with me. So thank you so much. I'm sorry that I didn't. I didn't.
0: It, it's. Um, organized. I'm just. I'm just giving you a hard time. It's fucking. It was. It was more funny than anything. I was like, "How is yeah. this girl gonna tell me to follow up with her?" <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's it's cool. But it's cool. for yeah, now. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And uh I had a good time, dude. And uh hopefully we do it again if you ever wanna come promote new stuff. Uh if you want to tell your boy Destruct to jump on the show, we could talk shit. Um yeah, anybody you wanna recommend anybody to come on, just let it let them know to reach out. I'm trying to do as many of these as possible while people are home and shit, you know. So
1: thanks. Sounds good.
0: Thank you, thank you so time. much for the. Yeah.
1: No, thank you, Sneaky, for the in-depth interview. I think it's been, it's almost, it's overdue that me and you talk. You know,
0: definitely, definitely, especially like for I sure. said, coming from the same city and all that. It's like for sure, lightning. yeah. All right, girl. Have a good night. Everybody tuned okay. in. Thank you for being here. I'll be posting up links of all the replay and audio and all that once I get it. I'll send that to you too so you could send people the YouTube videos. And the, if they listen to podcasts, the audio will be out on all the networks. For sure. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. Silver and gold. Sneaky out. Peace. Yo, let's talk about recognition and respect while I feast. The labels picking up the check Then I leave to catch my scent.